Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shoppers John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All right, good to be with you as we uh, head into the 7 o'clock hour here on Sports Radio 610. I'm still getting used to the looking down and seeing 8 o'clock on my phone, doing, subtracting that hour. But I'm getting, by, by Friday, midway through the show, I'll have it down pat, right before I get back on a plane to go to Houston. But it's good to be with you. We are live in West Palm Beach. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne. It's Astros Spring Training. We are headed up to Port St. Lucie today to see uh, our hometown team take on the Hated New York Mets, who, by the way, the, oh. the favored right now, the most likely matchup, according to odds makers in the World Series, in the 2023 World Series, we will be getting a preview of it. Today. We're going to get uh, maybe like uh, a, a 15% preview of that potential matchup today, depending on who starts it, which positions. Uh, Luis Garcia yeah. will pitch for probably two innings, yep. and uh, we'll get a little bit of that. I would imagine, uh, let's see, with the Mets out there, if they if they have two or three of their position players starting, then that's about what three hundred million dollars out on the field. <laughs> yeah, pretty it's, much. <laughs> I'm pretty kind of much. excited. I'm kind of excited that I mean, there's a chance with the Mets, even though it's a spring training game, that we're going to see some high dollar uh, items out there today. Sure, at least one. I would yeah. imagine one will not be Justin Verlander. He pitches on Saturday. Coward. This week. Coward. Yep. Face us, yep. damn you. Yep. yep. There's no ill. I'm joking. There's no ill. Will. Eighteen to one, the chances of the Astros and the Mets facing off in the World Series. That is, uh, <laughs> those bets are such sucker. Eighteen bets, to man. one for what? That, th- that those are the two teams facing each other in the World Series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That it's the Mets versus the Astros. They they are the respective favorites in their in their leagues. Um. So, uh, far as what we saw yesterday, because we uh, we talked about it in the six o'clock hour, but we got people just getting in right now to their cars. This is their first chance to hear what we saw out there yesterday. So Seth and I got our first look um, Our first look at baseball played under the new rules. We just got done talking about the pitch clock, the impact on things, the speed of the game, not too intrusive. Um, Jose Altuve was my only concern coming yeah. out of this. Yeah, he, uh, he looked hurried, and he struck, he struck out three times. Yeah. He was swinging freely. Don't worry. Jose's not all of a sudden uh, timid at the plate. And he looked good in the field. It wasn't affecting his defense. Yeah, that's, r- that's right. He was he very good defensively. He wasn't thinking about the pitch clock too much during, uh, on defense. Well, you know how sometimes he can have that, uh, you know, it gets in your head and it affects everything. He's compartmentalizing well. He turned a couple double plays. It was, it was nice, nice to see him and Pena 
out there together. Yeah. So that part was all right. He just he looked hurried. I almost wonder too if El Tufe and maybe Kyle Tucker because he complained about it. And those were the two guys that we wondered about because they've got they've got pretty established and intricate routines between pitches. Yeah. Kyle Tucker flat out complained about it. El Tuve wasn't available yesterday after the game for comment. Um, but it, it didn't really look like El Tuve maybe it had really practiced the faster pace at all. It almost no. felt like he had just realized, figured like, all right, when I get up there, I'm going to have to do it and I'll do it. And maybe he gets rid of something. It, I mean, it looked like frantic when he was, when he was doing his wrist straps. It looked frantic compared yeah. to what he usually does. The wrist strap thing looked non-negotiable for him. He's like, I must adjust my wrist straps. Yeah. I must get this in, yeah. and thus I will do it as fast as I can so I'm alert to the pitcher with at least eight seconds left. The problem for a lot of these guys, Seth, both hitters and pitchers, like, for example, today Luis Garcia is pitching. He's having to work on, a, on tweaking his pitching motion with nobody on base. Shouldn't be too much of a reach because when he pitches from the stretch – that seems to be something that fits the, the, yeah. the rule changes. But Luis Garcia is making adjustments to what he has to do. Others are having to do that. And a lot of these guys are going to play in the World Baseball Classic now for a couple of weeks. Right. So, which, which is played under the old rules. Right. And, when it, and that's where you, I – a couple of weeks ago I thought, well, yeah, so they'll just, you know, they've been practicing, I'm sure, what, they've, what, they're, uh, what they're supposed to do under the new rules. And they'll just do the same thing when they get to World Baseball Classic. That was dumb of me. Because, for one, I mean, when Luis Garcia showed up, when pitchers and catchers reported, he said he himself was kind of unclear about what the rules were. That he wasn't really sure that he hadn't actually been reached out to personally by MLB. They'd reached out to the Astros coaches. So, uh, or at least maybe MLB reached out to him and he didn't, he didn't realize it. Um, that's what he, happens to young athletes sometimes. Ignore. Yeah, you're like, I don't know this number, whatever. Yeah. So happens to radio. I mean, that, so that's and then, but then you get into the World Baseball Classic. You're playing for your country, and guys care about those games. So what are you going to do? You would probably the temptation is going to be to go to what's comfortable. And, oh yeah, and trying so, to win the game. Yeah. yeah, so it's a lot of extra reps. We almost have to. We almost have to hope for these teams to fail. More than um, I'm rooting against all of them. Let's find whichever which. which, I, which I've, I've said I don't the... want any of them playing in this thing. I don't yeah. care about the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. And Spillane sitting here telling me like how awesome it is. It's so fun. That's great. I'm glad it's a lot of fun. I want my Astros focused on being Astros. I don't want them focused on being Venezuelans or Americans or Mexicans or whatever these, they uh, are. These are the countries that the Astros will be representing okay. in the World Baseball Classic. And we have to find the ones, one of the countries that they are not representing okay. and hope for that team to dominate yep. to eliminate all of these other guys. Yep. So uh, El Tuve and Luis Garcia for Team Venezuela. Okay. Martin Maldonado for Team Puerto Rico. Yep. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, Ryan Presley, Kyle Tucker for the Dominican Republic. And then, no, for, uh, for the U.S. Um, <laughs> At least one person just got out of their car before you corrected yourself. Uh, Urquidy for Team Mexico. You know, anybody in any other team, there's very few, you know, we'd, uh, Mexico is kind of screwing us here. There's uh, Urquidy being from Mexico. It would be easy if, uh, if it weren't for Urquidy, then we could just root for Mexico. Oh, and yeah, be, you yeah. Know, I feel like that would be a popular move in Houston anyway, and yet we'd also – but now we've got to root against Mexico because yeah. we want Urquidy back as soon as possible. Did you see Alex Cora? There's two players on the Red Sox, I forget who they are, yeah. that are playing for Mexico. He, Alex Cora, the manager of the Red Sox – brought in a mariachi band to their spring training facility yeah. so that the two players could explain 
like oh, yeah? Mexican tradition to the rest of the team. Oh, yeah. That's, like a, that's a Popovich type yeah. move. That's what Popovich does. That's a Lopez move. Lopez has a mariachi band at all of his kids' weddings. <laughs> I guess it's not quite the same thing, but yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> brought in a mariachi band. Um, Popovich, well, Popovich uh, it does has his international players uh, get up and like do presentations. Oh, on that their, sounds stressful. It's like a book report on their yeah. home countries to get to know each other. Yeah, yeah. That'd be. Uh, I, I like that move by Cora. Yeah, I do too. It's, that's that's pretty good. Um, so, um, oh, Framber's not playing though. Yeah, that, I, the, I knew that. So the DR. That's why. Okay, so can we cheer for the DR? Is anybody else playing for the Dominican Dominican Republic? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I've got the lineup for today. Oh, no, uh, Pena's playing for the Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, Spillane just sent me – Adam Spillane is, in the, uh, is yeah. at the, at the uh, facility up in uh, West Palm Beach. He sent me the lineup for today, for today's game. Among those we will get to see. You ready, Seth? Yeah. Uh, leading off, playing right field, Kyle Tucker. So you and I get to watch in person Kyle Tucker – uh, try to play in game two under the new yeah. rules. And he sped up his routine. He was not happy about not happy. it afterwards. He feels like it favors the pitchers. I disagree. Yeah. I, think it, I think it disadvantages both pretty equally. Yeah. Um, as far as the, uh, you know, one of the big arguments, there are still some Jake Myers uh, truthers out there. Yeah. And they are uh, clashing with the Chaz McCormick truthers. Oh. The only thing better than Jake Myers versus Chaz McCormick is when you get them both in the same lineup at the same time. That's right. That's right. Let's uh, let's duel it out. Batting second, Jake Jake Myers playing left field. Chaz playing center field. So what that tells me is Chaz still is the front runner. Chaz is the alpha dog in this relationship so far. We'll see if if Myers is now able to even throw to a second base from left field or not. Exactly. (laughs) His pop gun arm is still still connected to his torso. Yeah. Yeah. Jose Abreu is batting cleanup today. So you and I get Abreu's our first Abreu's a workhorse, man. Yeah. Abreu's yeah. got – Abreu's durable, too. He's been out there a lot. Like, yeah. he's uh, – he very much feels like, no, I got to get out there. I got to get my reps in. I, it's cool to see out of an older guy. So, you know, I, I feel like that goes a long way in kind of, you know, establishing a certain type of work ethic for the younger guys not to feel like, oh, yeah, as I get older, I'll get lazy. Corey Lee is batting fifth, playing catcher. Somebody named Bannon is batting sixth, playing third base. We get a little uh, Hensley action at shortstop today. Mm. So his, he's battling for a utility spot. Uh, some Whitcomb fella is playing second base, batting eighth, so no Altuve today. And uh, DH batting ninth, Yiner Diaz. Okay. I'm going Yiner. A Yiner, Jiner, Yiner. He does? Yeah. We had this argument last year. Yeah. And I thought he and in an interview Didn't, he said Yiner. Oh, I was saying say Yiner. Yeah, oh, I was saying Jiner say and you were oh. correcting me. All right. I knew it was the opposite of what we thought, but then we got it convinced that it was there. But it's spelled with a It's spelled with a Y. Oh, it's spelled with a Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, you know who messed it up was uh, David Ortiz kind of pronounced it almost with a He says Jiner. Jiner. And uh, that's what that's okay. what messed us up okay. on that. That may be part of the accent. There's maybe. actually we got to root hard against the Dominican Republic because the Astros have. <laughs> I have a vested interest in the World Baseball Classic. The Astros, now. I think, have six guys uh, playing for the okay. Dominican Republic. We need to put together a, a, as opposed to us doing it on the fly. We yeah. need to sit down and put together a guide to rooting. Against Astros in the World tell, Baseball we'll Classic. Tell, uh, we'll tell these guys that today. Yeah. We'll be like Abreu, Christian Javier, Rafael Montero, and Hector Neris. Yeah. Also, uh, Let's the, pick the biggest, have, strongest guy on the team and tell there, him we want his team to suck. A, there's a prospect <laughs> on there, too. Yeah. I'll be like, Javier, this is the thing. I hope you suck. Yeah. I hope you suck at the World Baseball right. Classic. Right. Uh, and Luis Garcia on the mound. 
So, yeah, so some things, some things in the lineup that I'm anxious to see today. This will be really, really good. Uh, Forrest Whitley pitched yesterday. What did you think of Forrest Whitley? I thought that he looked fine. Uh, like he said afterwards, you know, that even the, the two-run homer that he gave up, he felt like the, the, the placement was where he wanted it. It was just a good hit. And it looked like a classic spring training performance where, without looking at the results, he got accomplished what he wanted to. He threw like 70% strikes. Um, he had good command and control. He looked comfortable. He's a, he's a hell of a nice kid, and you just got to stay healthy and, uh, and actually come back and, uh, and, and, and show what he was capable of five, six years ago. He, right. I mean, he's been here forever. Yeah. Um, he was really happy with his performance. Yeah, yeah. And so normally I would say, well, if he's happy, I'm happy. But he seems like somebody who's happy a lot of the time. He's always happy. That's yeah, good, like, that's his, what, like if his yeah. house blew away in a hurricane, he'd be like, are you okay? He's like, no, no, I didn't really even like that house anyways. No, I've was, <laughs> I was been come, looking for a new go. house. Yeah, yeah say la vie. Yeah, exactly. Is, uh, is, that a, is that a sign of weakness, Sean? Is he too nice? Does he need, no, need to be more of a bastard? Uh, no, I, I, look, he's been through a strange journey, man. Yeah. He's been through a really weird, weird journey. So uh, however he is processing this portion of the journey, I'm not here to criticize it. I'm just here to say that I don't know how much I can read into his happiness over his performance. Today. Yeah, the only other thing, too, that's sure, annoying yesterday. about spring training is there's no radar guns or the, the advanced stats or anything. So you Thank you. you that is annoying. You don't get a feel for, like, okay, exactly how fast he was pitching. They asked him after. Chandler Rome or Brian McTaggart asked him afterwards how, how, what he thought his velocity was. He was like, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. he didn't yeah. know. He didn't know. That was uh, – I didn't realize how big a part of the – consumption experience the radar gun is. now that you get um, yeah now that well, i'm looking yesterday i'm like okay you know like, uh you know we're sitting there watching forrest whitley in the first inning i'm yeah. like all right well, it looks like there's some pop on his fastball uh, normally i'd look up and go oh okay well it's only 91 uh, you know one thing i've noticed is not not as many people get to pretend they know exactly what pitch yeah that's either. true we're weeding like, out the... it was a slider it was a, oh, it was a cutter actually but i was one of those I... people <laughs> i lost my cheat sheet <laughs> Um, but uh, as far as other things from yesterday, observations, um, Jeremy Pena looks good. Uh, we did not get to see this hulked up Jeremy Pena until we interviewed him in the clubhouse afterwards. Yeah. I would say that lived up to the hype if you are uh, looking to back up John McClain's claim that he could be an NFL safety. I, yeah, I don't know. I, like The whole thing about Pena is he's not that big of a guy. So I, uh, I feel like sometimes people make a little too much of the bulked up part of it. Like I, he probably got, I, he probably added like three or four pounds of muscle. Maybe. I don't know. He's just the more, he's more like a bodybuilder than he is like, uh, like some of the, uh, like the, the, the big, big dudes of the power hitters, you know, was it inappropriate for me to ask him what he's benching these days? No, I thought it was a good meathead I, question. I asked him that in the clubhouse. It was, it was actually you. It was good that you asked him that because he did actually give a good answer, which was that he has no clue. Because he doesn't, he bench. doesn't bench. He doesn't try to bench heavier. Do like baseball players generally don't do a lot of the the meathead stuff because the last thing they need to do is to get injured in the weight room. He said dumbbells and deadlifts. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't do like Olympic lifts or anything like that. They're very careful. They have to play baseball six days a week, so they're um, they do a lot of stuff that's easy as possible on the joints and uh, and don't necessarily try to. Jalen hurts it in the weight room. He said dumbbells deadless, and then he winked at me at the end. It's on video. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on video. Do you think that means he actually does do all the like bench press? And I don't know what it means. Olympic I'm just saying he winked and everything at me. Like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what I hope it means. Well, he probably does. Those are like his big core lifts, and then he probably does other, you know, just like 
bicep curls. And yeah. He's a young single guy. You got to do the curls. Could have been an involuntary you know? wink. Get sprayed lemon juice in his eye or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> he's got a uh, sweat dripping down. Yeah. yeah. Could be anything. Um, I may come back here to West Palm Beach for spring training in a non-business fashion at some point. Yeah. This looks like a really fun thing to go do if you're an Astros fan. It's uh, it's very laid back. Well, especially this – I guess it gets hotter today, but yesterday was like the perfect weather. So for – Plenty like, of seats in the shade. And if you're going – and the whole thing is, too, because they're afternoon games – you can go play around the golf in the morning, or it's get great. around the golf in after the get game. A nice Especially dinner afterwards. Now that the games are one hour and twenty minutes long, you can totally you can get around to golf in before and after a game. Yeah, yeah, you can play nine, go get a game in, and then come back and play the back nine. If you yeah. sit in the infield, you're in the shade for the most part. Yeah, and you know it's not like they're it's not like the um, the games are usually really really packed, so you can find a good seat in the place in the shade i do need to find out what's up with those suites you mentioned the suites yeah the suites look like cabanas but it wasn't just the suites on the level the third level where the press box is yeah where we had to walk along that catwalk to get back over the elevator near the foul pole over there they had like an open bar area yeah there. like a club level like a something. club level yeah. it was really nice yeah yeah i gotta find out how to get in there <laughs> not so on next this year trip. you're gonna take a vacation for. i think training. i am because it coincides with spring break for amy i've already cleared it oh up. yeah i've already said i texted her at the game i said we're coming next year yeah for, you should 100 percent do that yeah yeah so if we come back here i'll just stick around and uh, I'll, I'll i'll stick around and stay in the airbnb for a few more days you know i'll let the company pay for it but i'll just monitor it and say i'm just gonna watch it for you guys parker's death staring me right now <laughs> and shaking his head nope not happening i think um I guess the other uh, – so Luis Garcia today, are you expecting him to have the same level of difficulty that Altuve seemingly no. had or Kyle Tucker? <laughs> no, no. no, well, I didn't see Tucker, so I can't say. I only saw Tucker complaining about it. Yeah. Um, so, But I saw Altuve yesterday, every pitch, and I think it's impossible – Unless Luis Garcia just goes out there and is balking on every single like, – Yeah. Like Altuve struck out three times. I, the only thing that annoys me about – the way it was handled with Garcia was that it, the Garcia, when he showed up, like it was clear that they really hadn't explained it to him, and it didn't seem like the pitching coaches necessarily understood exactly what the restrictions were going to be. As at least according to Garcia, like they're going to have to keep checking back with the league to be sure. I think, and I'm, this is just me observing. Obviously, yeah. I'm not a baseball player. I think it's probably easier for a pitcher to work on tweaking his motion off yeah. to the side than it is for Altuve to get into a batter's box routine with live rounds coming Well, yeah, him. with Garcia, there's not actually – the timing isn't the actual issue. It's his actual his windup. Yeah. yeah. He can do that So it's just a matter room. of changing that. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. You can, do, you can hot step that – walk through that as many times as you want. Yep. It. Yeah, I feel better. Okay, I feel pretty confident that Garcia will be fine. Okay, five stories from the book Winning Fixes Everything about the Astros during the – being better than everybody else scandal era, four of which I didn't know. Some of these are incredible. We will get to stories from Evan, Drellich, Evan Drellich's book on the Astros. We will do that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.